Welcome to the Burr's Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Rosanna Norton movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this week, we are covering Minute 17 of the Burbs, which begins with Ray walking off camera grabbing Art, and ends with a close-up of Walter's creepy eyebrows. So we're about to get into an action scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've had a, we've had 16 minutes of foreplay, and we're finally going to have some of the neighbors try to confront the Klopex. Something's going to happen, finally. <laughs> I mean... We've had a lot of prologue. We've met our other neighbors. We've met Ray. We've met Art. We've met Mark and Ricky Butler and everybody. We kind of know who all the players involved are. And finally, someone's going to go after the quote-unquote crazy neighbors. Right. Ray's got to prove he's not chicken now. Yeah. In front of his son. His son. <laughs> Art is that neighbor. He or neighbor or friend. That person that you would never get into trouble if it wasn't for this guy. Oh, yeah. He's definitely the guy who says, did you hear what that guy just said about you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, you hear what the guy says, and you're getting ready to walk away, and he goes, you're not going to let him get away with that, are you? Right. <laughs> He's that guy. <laughs> this is the person you don't need in your life past the age of 25. Yeah. He's he's forever 25, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Ray, after his rough morning uh, spending four of our episodes fighting with his wife, has had enough with everybody. So he just manhandles his friend. Oh, I made I made a note here. Uh, Kemlon finally leaves. They <laughs> <laughs> were over here a long time. Yeah. So Walter's <laughs> yard's all good to go now. There goes like our last extra we're gonna see for like the next half hour too. Right. There goes like uh, person nineteen in the movie too. I know. <laughs> too bad I didn't give them their own minute. Yeah. So we get uh, we still get some, we get some decent camera work here. <laughs> we get a uh, everyone in the neighborhood now starts to. Uh, get their eyes on the fact that these two morons are going to go up there and try to go after the doorbell. The entire neighborhood's, well, they got an audience. They got a pretty big audience. Yeah. Uh, I also made a note. Uh, when Rumsfeld says, oh, they're going to go up and ring the doorbell, and his wife's like, oh, we shouldn't be watching. He makes a noise, the most dismissive noise anyone can make to their wife. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like <Yeah>. shut up. <laughs> are you talking again? <laughs> <laughs> I've told you about having your own opinions. You leave that inside. <laughs> yeah, so they're having a nice little fight right in the middle of the neighborhood, which are always fun. Ray actually mentions that uh, you're going to start saying I'm chicken. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only then they realize, hey, maybe everybody's watching you. Oh, you yeah. mean the whole neighborhood that was outside? The new was right. outside. And you two are screaming at each other in the middle of the street. You didn't think everyone was going to notice? <laughs> so then Art finally gets on board. <laughs> and he does. He takes the gum out of his mouth. Because he's serious now. And it's nice to see him actually not chewing it finally. Yeah, he's been chewing constantly for like the last eight minutes. (laughs) Something or other. Yeah, either food. And once the food was finally exhausted, he started chewing the gum. Dog food, including dog food, he was chewing also. Yeah, so they got everybody. Rumsfeld's watching him. Ricky's egging him on. So uh, Art throws down his gum, and the music immediately starts up. And it becomes, we suddenly slide from whatever genre we're in. To basically a spaghetti western. Yeah. I love Ricky. Go for it, Mr. Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> so he starts playing, like, gunfighter music, like, <laughs> they start heading up there. There's the, the wind's blowing around. The only thing missing is a tumbleweed going by. Right. Maybe Clint Eastwood. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to cover, I don't know, how far do you think it is to walk up this, to the steps? Maybe 10 feet? 
I was going to say from the edge of the lawn, maybe eight feet, eight, yeah. ten feet most. And that will take more than the rest of our minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's scary. It's a little scary. <laughs> and if you've ever wanted to look deeply into the eyes of everyone who's in the burbs, this is the minute for you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because you get the – everybody gets a nice eye zoom in. You get the zoom in on Corey Feldman, and then it keeps cutting back to them as they're looking around, as the leaves are flying around. Because <laughs> – as we noted before, when you walk onto the Clopex lawn, suddenly the wind starts blowing. Right. <laughs> Inexplicably. <laughs> and I, I, Art starts looking around like almost like you can hear that weird music that's playing. Yeah, like, oh, why do I have theme music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get, a, we get the close-up of Rumsfeld's wife, who's still watching them, and Rumsfeld himself. Nobody doing anything else. Nobody actually being involved. Just staring. Yeah, everyone's just going to stare and kind of sit back. And see what's going to happen. Because <laughs> nobody actually wants to be involved. And it keep, you get about, I don't know, say, five shots of the Clopex porch. Just like very slow push-ins on it. Yeah. <laughs> You're very familiar with the front of the Clopex house. Why are Ray's shorts so short? Did you notice this? It's the 80s, my friend. That's he's got a little man cleavage going on, too, which was starting to bother me a little bit. Oh, he's got, he's got a couple buttons open. It's a little <laughs> something for the ladies. <laughs> I noticed the – I think one more button has mysteriously become unbuttoned since last yeah. minute. That's what I – That's what I, for some reason, I noticed his man cleavage this time. It was It's different than last. I'm telling you, what both of those guys are wearing, with the exception of Art's shirt, which is kind of like a, a polo-looking shirt. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I wear around the house. <laughs> I mean, don't go outside in it, do you? <laughs> not, I don't go outside. I mean, I'm trying to th – I was just thinking, where's the, what's the furthest I'd be willing to venture out in an outfit like that? Maybe to the mailbox if I thought it was early enough <laughs> where nobody would see me. Not to visit the neighbors. You definitely no. Would. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the fact that if I started heading for the door in that outfit, my wife would be like, where are you going? <laughs> hey, are you going outside in that thing? <laughs> just be thankful this movie wasn't made in 1979. Yeah, you're right. Or those shorts would be way up there. They'd be looking like uh, NBA players back back in the day. Also, the man cleavage would be all the way down in the stomach the way they used to keep their shirts unbuttoned. Oh, yeah. Well, they'd be skin tight. They'd be V-necks. Yeah. And they may have even danced over to that step. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it was if it was late 70s, at least it'd be some good funk music. If it was the early <laughs> 80s, we'd be getting synth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got it. He's got the, the shirts blowing open. <laughs> yeah. And then we got to end with Walter. Oh, my God. He's missing his eyebrow. Well, he's 116 years old. <laughs> I didn't think he went bald on your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you don't know what he did. Maybe he was a firefighter. Okay. <laughs> I'll give him that, then. I just made up Walter's backstory. He was a firefighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eyebrow He couldn't be less of a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> if I picked out 100 professions for him, a firefighter would be 96. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely not be any of my picks. Maybe more like, was he a gardener? <laughs> Did he work? <laughs> Maybe sales? Yeah, so I said this was uh, the greatest Rosanna Norton uh, movie of all time. I can't even – there's not another woman in this movie. Well, the thing about it, she's not cast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is crew. Rosanna Norton has been nominated for one Oscar. Well, She was the costume designer for this movie. Oh. Um, I'm sorry. She deserves she deserves some uh, props for that. Yeah, that's why I mentioned her for this minute because you get a kind of a good look at everybody's outfit in this minute. Yeah. She has 51 credits, uh, but nothing since 2009. Oh God, let me make sure she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think she is, but I'm not going to investigate it. 
No end date. No end date on her Wikipedia yeah, page. Yeah, I didn't see a... <laughs> so uh, her first credits are in 72. The first major credit is Carrie. Oh, wow. Uh, that's that's heading right out there. Yeah. Uh, she did Airplane. Oh, really? She's costume yeah. designer for Airplane 2? Yeah. Tron, Airplane 2, the sequel. <laughs> Tron? What did yeah. they... The, the light-up clothes? Yeah, I guess she... They, all those goofy outfits that they wore. Yeah. Did Explorers, Ruthless People, Nothing in Common. She did Inner Space. There's, there's another Joe Dante movie. That Inner Space has been creeping in a lot. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen Inner Space? I have, but it's been years. Uh, it was one of the favorites in my VHS 80s days. <laughs> You're showing your age again. Yeah, I am. <laughs> That's all right. There's a copy of the Burbs VHS sitting in this very room. Really? You might, that might be worth some money. You know what? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, she did Gremlins 2, the new batch. RoboCop 2. <laughs> huh? she, she did some movies. Brady Bunch movie. I'm a RoboCop fan. Oh, RoboCop's excellent. Uh, yeah. RoboCop 2, not so much. but <laughs> yeah, It was okay. It was a good sequel. <laughs> <laughs> she did, in the same year, this was her 1995, she did Casper, Operation Dumbo Drop, and Barbed Wire. Oh, wow. That's, a <laughs> that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Oh, she did Fire Down Below in 1997. Man, I feel for her. She had to work on that Steven Seagal nightmare. Oh, that's what it was. I was <laughs> just trying to think what that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, her last credit was the Pool Boys in 2009, or at least her last credit as a costume designer. What is the Pool Boys? I have no idea. <laughs> I thought maybe you know. I didn't. I never heard. Oh of yeah, that. So it was an excellent film. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it was like Adam Sandler or something. I have no idea what that is. Nope. And IMDb doesn't give me any more information, so I'll assume she's alive and well and just retired. Okay, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> and good on you. Once again, like we did mention this before, but I'll say it again. The char- the costume design of the people is perfect. Yes. Even when they get into like their second or third outfits of the movie, which don't really change up much. You know, Ray is, um, you know, his uh, robe on, robe off. Right. Rumsfeld's got a couple weird different camo outfits. You want to talk short shorts, we're going to have that in a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> My man rocks with short shorts. <laughs> but, uh, and then I think uh, maybe... Art gets, like, a robe at some point, but they're all so distinct. Yeah. You know exactly who they are. <laughs> it's never – I mean, they've only got a half dozen characters to work with. But, but each one got its own style. Yeah. It's very much like a play where you have to make them in – everyone's got their color palette. They got their kind of clothes they wear yeah. so that sitting in the back of the theater, you never don't know who somebody is. Right. Because this it could – with the exception of, like, all the crazy camera moves and the, the music and stuff. You could do this as a play. Oh, yeah. No doubt. You just change the background to, like, whatever house they need to walk up to. Like, oh, the background for this minute or for this section is the Klopak's house. <laughs> Honestly, in a play, it would probably just be Ray's house, Klopak's house. They would just switch back and forth. Yeah, I don't think no, I don't think you need anything else. They'd have Ray's house, Klopak's house, and then uh, down front would be, like, anything that happens in the street. Yeah. Whether out there arguing or when the garbage men come by and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, they could do it pretty easy. Yeah, well, so I gotta go. Uh, we end here. I'm gonna go write my Burbs play. <laughs> see if I can't get uh, Joe Dante and Dana Olson on the phone. Why don't you do a musical? <laughs> Besides my crippling lack of musical talent. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let that stop you. Oh, uh, you don't know. I'm a I'm a well known song and dance man. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else because like this minute ends again. Our action starts. It's basically we've started our 
our Western walk. If yep. this was uh, not the Untouchables, the uh, like this is this was wider. They just started walking down the street. We haven't actually got to the, the action yet. This minute between what they're doing and the close-ups, there's about eleven steps in this in this whole minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> Still not as bad as the whole minute we sat through where Tom Hanks just stood there, but that's <laughs> true. That's true. So I do not have anything else. Do you have anything else? Nope, I have nothing else. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the Burbs Minute podcast. Make sure you check out our Twitter. Go over to our Facebook Burbs Minute and uh, give us a like over there. That'd be wonderful. You can send us a message. You know, I'll respond to you probably. You know, unless you say you hate us, and then maybe not. <laughs> Or it may, and it may be, it may be, well, uh, it may, and it may, it may be full vulgarity. I'm, you know, I'm from New Jersey after all. <laughs> um, go to our, uh, I almost said IMDb page, uh, iTunes. <laughs> go over to iTunes, leave us a five star review. I wish I had an IMDb page. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, leave us a rating and a review. Review would be nice. I'd like, you know, to have a couple. It'd be nice to get five reviews so, you know, we'd actually show up. Five reviews that we didn't write. Yeah, be- I mean, listen, people, I can only make so many fake iTunes names for myself. I got a lot on my plate over here. <laughs> All right, uh, make sure you check out the other the other minute podcast. Uh, this minute, I'm gonna uh, pimp the granddaddy of them all, the Star Wars minute. If you're a Star Wars fan, you got to do yourself a favor and go over there and listen to Star Wars minute by minute. <laughs> they did the original trilogy first, and now they're heading through the prequels. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that, but I gotta set aside a chunk of time for that one. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I could go through the the original trilogy, but. God bless them going through the prequels. Because <laughs> watching them at regular speed was rough enough. <laughs> All right. So uh, if there's nothing else, I'm just going to say uh, make sure you uh, keep your eyebrows trimmed and uh, stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>